0: Okay. I Alright, yeah, so great. now
1: is the review portion of the podcast episode, so we're going to start off with the first match of the night, which was I Roman Reigns. I just want to
2: say, overall, this pay-per-view <laughs> was fine. Uh, this pay-per-view was okay. There were some good spots. And there's a bunch of shitty spots in this entire thing too, <laughs> yeah, it, which we will get to. Because
1: everybody knows AEW doesn't have any Man, shitty spots, just can shitty tables. Go ahead. Shitty you can tables. say whatever you want. Can I, can I say one thing? Whatever can I say you want. one thing, Drew? Go ahead. Bad Bunny was the highlight of the Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> For me. That was awesome. Okay. All right. So, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, Universal Championship. So, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the description of what happened in the match. Um, go through their uh, Bleacher Reports rating. And their analysis, and then we're going to have our own analysis. That's fine. All right. So, so Roman Reigns made his way to the ring all alone for his universal championship match against Seth Freakin' Rollins. The Usos were banned from ringside, and Paul Heyman is no longer part of the bloodline.
2: He's no longer part of family.
1: Or is he? Rollins came out to the Shields music in his old Shield gear to play mind games with his former brother in arms. The visionary taunted the tribal chief as they stared at each other from across the ring. Rollins used his quickness to take control early. He looked confident as he hit a sling blade and clothesline Reigns over the top rope. He lined up and nailed him with a pair of suicide dives. Reigns caught him with an uppercut as he tried to springboard into the ring and he followed up with a drive-by drop kick. Rollins regained control and hit a powerbomb through the announce table. Reigns avoided a phoenix splash, but when he tried to hit a spear, Rollins kicked him in the face. He hit a buckle bomb followed by a stomp for a close two count. The champ hit a clothesline to give himself a little breathing room. As Reigns began to take over, he slowed the pace down and dished out punishment slowly and methodically. He threw Rollins into the timekeeper's area and the steel steps before he drilled the challenger with a Superman punch for a two count. Rollins countered a spear into a pedigree, but only got a near fall. The tribal chief eventually hit the spear, but as he went for the cover, Rollins just laughed at him. Reigns grabbed him in the guillotine, but Rollins barely made it to the ropes because the ref put his hand on the rope. Reigns refused to release the hold and got himself disqualified. As Rollins got to his feet, Reigns assaulted him with a steel chair. He beat the visionary down with over a dozen chair shots as the crowd booed him as loud as it could. A dozen? He hit him 12 times with a fucking chair.
2: We lost count. It
1: was a ton. All right. So they gave the match. Remember, he stopped. (laughs) He did a couple of chair shots, stopped, and then went back in. So they gave the match an A. So their analysis is, Rollins using his shield gear and the group's entrance music was a brilliant way to bring him into this match and get the crowd in the right mindset for the night. As soon as you could hear the word Sierra over the stadium speakers, the fans went went wild. These guys have known each other for years and worked together multiple times, so they are going to have about as much chemistry as you can in this business. As expected, they used that chemistry to put on one hell of a match. Some people might criticize the DQ ending, but it actually worked for the story being told, especially if this feud is going to continue past the rumble. The story they told was intriguing, and it will be interesting to see where it goes from here. Would a pinfall have been more satisfying? Sure. But this was still a good match with a lot to like. So, what are your thoughts on this match?
2: The match, I, I really enjoyed the shield theme song that Seth pulled out. I thought that was great. Um, Roman's entrance, pretty cool too. I As mean, easy. Roman never has a bad entrance.
1: Nope.
2: I thought the match was great. I really liked this. I really liked 99% of this match.
1: You don't like the finish. I didn't like the finish. Okay. So, um, I like the finish. Because number one, it gives something for Roman to do until WrestleMania. Because, I mean, realistically you can't really have Roman and Lesnar interact throughout for the, from now until WrestleMania. You're going to have to kind of give Roman kind of side feuds to have. You know, of course, Brock Lesnar will involve himself in it. Because here's my thing. Like, although I thought Seth Rollins was going to beat Roman, um, I don't mind this because it helps out both. Because number one, it saves obviously Roman from getting beat. It also saves um, Rollins. Like Rollins didn't really get beat. You know what I'm saying? Now technically the ref put his hand on the rope, but I mean that's that's just the botch I've to never me. Seen that. <laughs> that, that was uh, I mean that to me that was creative. I bet you any money that was like Seth Rollins' idea, where he's just like, yeah, you're gonna lift my hand up for the thing, and then and then when it drops, I'll just drop it on the on the, on the rope, and and, and stuff like that, so, like, uh, kayfabe, he was probably not even conscious when he did that, he just fucking, just, it just happened that way.
2: I guess, but, I don't know, I just, I thought the ending was just not good, like, yeah, I guess, like, Roman had him in the guillotine, and the ref starts counting one, then the ref starts counting two, then three, then four, and, like, Roman's just not letting go, like,
1: But we've seen a lot of this in the past few months in WWE. I mean, Charlotte did it one time uh, against uh, Tony Storm, if we remember her, who's no longer with us. Um, But here's the thing. You're, You're concentrating on the wrong ending. The ending here wasn't Roman getting disqualified. The ending here was him beating the fuck out of him with that chair, which circles back to where this all started. When Seth Rollins took that chair and hit him in the back. So And they were building to this with that promo um, on SmackDown.
2: He hit someone else with that chair, too.
1: Yeah, but the first person he hit, the one that kicked it all off, it was Roman. That was the first shot. And then you cut over to, to John or Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, Jonathan Good, whatever you want to call him. And he was shocked. And then he charges at, at, at Seth and Seth hits him with the stomach and then starts hitting him with the chair. But it all kicked off. With Roman, Roman and Dean stepping forward, and then Seth Rollins taking that swing, and you hear that fan in the background go "no!" and then he hits him with the chair. And now the only thing I would think that was missing, and obviously you, they probably didn't want to do too much of this because John Moxley is part of the uh, a part of AEW, was Roman could have explained more of why he hates. Um, Seth Rollins for what he did to the shield. Right. Right. He didn't really explain that. Um, What I thought they should have done was Roman should be like, if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for that, John Moxley would still be here. There's like, to me, storyline wise, as soon as he turned on the shield, it ruined their trust together. Even when they got back together, there was still like, you know, the, the trust was gone. You know they were still looking over their shoulder, they were still not trusting um, Seth and storyline wise why Dean Ambrose is no longer with the company, of course, we know the real reason why Dean Ambrose is no longer with the company, yeah, but but things. then again again, I get it why they didn't dive that deep into it I think like I think they thought it was deep enough when they were just just mentioning his name I guess, but I thought it would added more layers to it um but with um, with all that being said um, I don't mind the ending of that because it all it's its its telling a story and I don't so what happens to Seth Rollins now? I don't know that's why you gotta tune in I mean that's what I'm saying like you I think some people get so upset because they can't call it now now it's not a predictable thing and now you're not all like all oh, this is bullshit because you don't see where it's going um, to me I like this because to me now I tune in okay what's gonna happen I don't know I can't call it. The only thing I know out of all of this is the main event of WrestleMania. That's all I know. But to just stay on topic with the match, um, I thought this was a great way to start off
2: the match. I liked it. Or to, the to, show. To start off the pay-per-view... You set the tone. You, you definitely do. You you, you definitely did with, with this match. I thought this match was great.
1: Um, that pedigree spot was really, really cool. Um, and I truly believe that like, the reason... Yeah. I feel like... If this match was the last match of the night, then maybe I could be like, ah, oh, I didn't like that finish. That shouldn't. But I'm pretty sure that's why they made it the first match of the night. Yeah. Um, because also too, it it, it, it tells a story that intertwines with another story, which is the later, uh, championship match with Brock Lesnar, which we'll get into, um, later. But um, so, uh, final was, um, Seth Rollins winning by disqualification. Um but therefore still your Universal Champion Roman Reigns, so...
2: Well, at least that throne still has a dub.
1: So, Bleacher Report gives it an A. What do you give it?
2: I like the match. I hated the ending. I'm giving it like a B-. minus.
1: Alright, B-. And I will also agree with the A. Great. Because it set it off where you could kind of continue the story uh, going on. It makes... uh, It doesn't Technically, Seth Rollins didn't lose. And in my
2: opinion, I think I think Roman could have just speared him and just pinned him one, two, three.
1: Could have, but then everybody would have got mad about that shit too. Because they be like, "Uh, here's the thing. Here's the thing with all of Roman Reigns' title defenses. When he does do that, when he does spear him and pin him, when he does get him in the gu- guillotine choke and falls asleep, you know what I fucking hear? Oh, uh, same shit. Oh, uh, all the time. Oh, uh, boring, predictable. Uh, when they finally do something that's kind of out of the ordinary, oh, I hated that ending. <laughs> so what, what I, that, 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 that's what I don't understand. It's just like we finally give you a different ending that continues the story that doesn't kill the other guy. A lot of the complaints that I've heard, especially with Sazaro, was that they just straight up killed him. Right? Did they or did they not? What has happened to Cesaro? has been part of like eight tag teams since then. Right? Yeah. <laughs> He's with <a> Mansoor. <laughs> that motherfucker was, well, Ricochet the other day. Like, it's Man's,
2: like... I, told, I asked you, like, how'd he get with Mansour?
1: They were just sobbing the ring. What are you doing? What are you doing? Ah, get together. Uh, Ali, no? Okay, all right. You go with him. Like, so... Um, Wherever you are, Ali. This, I feel, it helped both... It added another layer to Roman Reigns' character. And then it kind of protected Seth Rollins. And then to me, like, I enjoyed the ending because... Oh my God, all that time, Seth (laughs) (laughs) Rollins. Laughing in his face and being goofy. It was nice for me to see his comeuppance. It really depends on who you preferred, but I prefer Roman, of course. So, again, final. My grade for that match A, Michael Gabriel. B minus. B B minus for Michael Gabriel. Done. All right, up next the uh, Women's Royal Rumble. This match sucked. All right. Yeah, because uh he wanted fucking Shasta McShastington to win. Alright. So do, do, do. they don't give me a big uh big synopsis. So I'm just gonna read what what's written here. So alright, so there will be too much going on in this match for detail play by play in this match. So we will cover just we will so we will cover, just cover the order of the entrance. I thought the sentence center makes sense. Alright, so the order of uh that they entered the Royal Rumble was number one was Sasha Banks, number two was Melina, number three Tamina, number four Kelly Kelly who Michael Gabriel thinks should be signed to an automatic contract, number five was Aaliyah, number six Liv Morgan, number seven Queen Selena. number eight Bianca Belair, number nine Dana Brooke, number ten Michelle McCool who also Michael Gabriel thinks should main event WrestleMania, 11, Sonia Deville. 12, Natalia. 13, Cameron, who none of us asked to see. 14, Naomi. 15, Carmella. 16, Rhea Ripley. 17, Charlotte. 18, Ivory, who these guys didn't know who, who she was. 19, Brie Bella. 20, Mickey James, TNA Knockouts Champion. 21, Alicia Fox, someone else we never asked for. 22, Nikki Ash. 23, <laughs> 23 Summer Rae. 24, Nikki Bella. 25, Sarah Logan. 26, Lita. 27, Molly Holly. 28, Michael's least favorite wrestler of all time, Ronda Rousey. 29, Shotzi. And number 30, who we all forgot was in this Royal Rumble, Shayna Baszler. So the final four women in the match were Rousey, Flair, Baszler, and Belair. The Queen took out the EST and the Queen of Spades. What so It all came down to her and Rousey. After a bit of a struggle, Rowdy Ronda Rousey scored the win. And Bleacher Report gave this match a B-. minus. So the analysis is, it was nice to see so many of the women from the Divas era get warm welcomes from the crowd. That era gets a lot of flack from fans, but the criticism should be directed at who was booking them, not the talents themselves. People power! Naomi and DeVille eliminating each other means their feud is definitely going to keep going. WWE has been playing the long game with this, but as long as they wrap it up soon, it could still be, salv- it could still be salvaged. WWE incorporated several feuds into this match: R- Ripley versus Ash, James versus McCool from several years ago, and Summer versus Natalio were all used to keep the match moving along. As soon as Rousey appeared, it w- and to his, Michael Gabriel's dismay, it was clear she was going to be the one of the favorites, especially entering the match with such a late entry. It was too bad we didn't get to see Bailey or anyone from NXT, like Low, Shirai, Eyo or Dakota. Fucking Eosha, I don't give a fuck who you are, or Dakota Kai. While the excitement definitely slowed at times between groups of eliminations, this match had some fun spots, featured standout moments for several competitors. All in all, this was a success, even if if it won't go down as the most memorable Rumble match. Michael, you have the floor. What is your analysis on... um, Oh, I got a message from Jeffrey. Who sent me a photo and I'll look at it later. Uh all right, what is your analysis of the women's royal Rumble? Match? I
2: thought as a whole this is probably one of the more um, this this definitely was not the best women's rumble that they've produced. Right. Is it the worst? No no but it's definitely not the best one either. Like there were some good spots. Like Liv Morgan had a good showing. Rhea had a good showing. Um who was my pick?
0: Bianca.
2: Bianca had a good showing. But then you've got my main gripe with this with this match. Everything that had been going on in the last year was with all of these releases. All of these released women from WWE. And then all of a sudden, they just reappear in this Rumble. You know, you have quote-unquote legends. You have quote-unquote like released women also coming into this match. Why would you release them if you're just gonna bring them back for this match?
1: Because you're just gonna use them for one match, so we should just keep them so we could just use them in the Royal Rumble.
2: Sarah Logan still had the same outfit as she was when she first, like before she got released. Okay. They held on to her outfit.
1: What does that have to do with that? Why
2: would you release Sarah Logan then?
1: What the fuck was Sarah Logan doing before he even released her? You Nothing. You could
2: have given her something. But they didn't. To do.
1: They did it. You could say that about anybody, but they weren't using her.
2: You could get, you could pair up with someone.
1: I am, re- I am sorry. I re- am sorry. I am sorry. With all the re- with all the releases you that happened, with role. all the releases that happened, and the fact that you're pushing for Sarah Logan, get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Make save that argument for Ruby Riot, please. Not Sarah fucking Logan.
2: Sarah Logan was okay.
1: Okay, but she's not someone you're like. Oh well, they, they, they dropped the ball on that one. No. You, you don't, get, don't. You get rid don't. of
2: Sarah Logan, but you keep Dana Brooke and Tamina.
1: Okay. And they're actually using them. They weren't using Sarah Logan.
2: They shouldn't be using Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke sucks.
1: Okay, but they are for some fucking reason. I don't know if she's fucking fucking Vince McMahon, but whatever. But the point. The point to, is to this match.
2: I thought this match, the the Rumble from beginning to end. I didn't like it. I don't. I. I didn't hate it, I didn't love it, I didn't like it.
1: You didn't like it because it, it didn't have the outcome that you wanted. I
2: didn't like, the, the final four wasn't even that good. You had Charlotte, yeah. you had... Bianca Belair. Ronda Rousey. And Bianca Belair. Belair and Shayna Baszler.
1: Okay, so minus Shayna Baszler, you have three people. But
2: well, you get why Shayna Baszler...
1: First yeah. of all, I forgot she was in the fucking thing.
2: Okay, yeah, like... We were all like, who's gonna come Yeah, we were like, there the fuck is this? There was no <laughs> way that Bianca was gonna win it back to back. There was no way. But you have women like Sasha Banks in there. You okay. had, like... Is Sasha looking-
1: Banks a bigger star than Ronda Rousey, a bigger draw than Ronda Rousey?
2: Is she bigger than Bianca?
1: Ronda Rousey? Yes. Are you kidding me?
2: Is Sasha Banks bigger than You're going
1: to tell me that Bianca Belair is a bigger draw than Ronda Rousey.
2: No, I didn't say Ronda. I said, who's bigger, Sasha or Bianca?
1: What does that matter? Just answer the question. Neither of them won.
2: Just answer, who's bigger, Sasha or Bianca? Sasha. Okay, who's bigger, Sasha or Shayna? Sasha. Who's bigger, Sasha or Charlotte? Charlotte.
1: You mean, we may not like her. But if you want to be unbiased and realistic here with her strength
2: who do the fan, her, who do the fans like more
1: like that's what I'm saying like they don't see she's not a horrible fucking wrestler and her 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 promo, it's not a babyface promo, but it's a perfect heel promo. Because when she opens her fucking mouth, you fucking hate her.
2: This is, this is. You don't hate, they don't,
1: nobody hates her because she's trash. Everybody hates her because it's like, oh my God, I'm tired of of seeing her on top. And she is fucking annoying. But she is one of the best workers in the company. So for you to say that Sasha. Because no
2: one else is getting pushed. Oh
1: my God, nobody's getting pushed because Sasha never got pushed. Bianca never got pushed. Becky Lynch never got pushed. None of these people got pushed, right? No one else is getting pushed. Okay, but you look at Charlotte's track record. Now, granted, I hate you right now because you're making me defend Charlotte. But Charlotte, her matches are pretty pretty damn good in those matches. Not only because of what she can do in the ring, because of the heat that she brings with her. This company and
2: getting heat. This that's the see, only thing they see. This this is, this is my problem. You're not
1: looking at it unbiasedly. You're looking at it as an aww hater, as an aew dick sucker. I am. I need it. you to take the aw tip out of your mouth real quick. Put it to the side, and kind of just. I watched
2: this. I watched this rumble match with you.
1: Yeah, and you're sitting here arguing, saying that Sasha Banks is a bigger star and a bigger draw than Charlotte your Flair. Men-
2: no, here here was, here's the difference between your mentality and my mentality. Your mentality is. How can we book the biggest match for WrestleMania?
1: Charlotte and Ronda. It's always been
2: like, and it. it's always been Did like that. Did you just that, start watching Wrestling? That, that's your mentality. Is that your mentality? What can we- how can That's we the
1: Wrestling WrestleMania the mentality. Your biggest matches happen at WrestleMania!
2: Just because the match can can be big doesn't mean it's it'll be good. But
1: you're drawing
2: people to watch it! You're drawing people that don't care. they
1: you're drawing people that don't care. They have that to, have to fill a stadium. They have to fill that, that football stadium. Ronda Rousey is about to go fucking ru- come back and wrestle again in a match at WrestleMania. She's
2: going to have one match at Mania and
1: then she's going to go away. Okay, she's an attraction. You want to sit there? Save that
2: spot for someone else who will be here the very next day. But who's a bigger draw
1: than fucking her? This is WrestleMania. This ain't fucking payback.
2: It doesn't matter what it, it is. It does matter. It it's matter. the biggest
1: show of the year. So okay. So, so if she wins, you think she's not going to No, if she wins, she's obviously coming back, duh. If she she wins the
2: title, then yeah, she's coming back. If she loses the title, she's not coming back. I don't think they brought her back to
1: just lose. Yeah. You forget. She was supposed to come back, but then she fucking got pregnant, and then she stayed away for a little while. Then she started fucking trashing us, but now she's back, and there's no bigger star in there, including Charlotte, bigger than Ronda Rousey. You say what you want. And for somebody who came in with very minimal training and was able to perform the way she performed, you're sitting here just hating, dude. You're sitting here fucking sucking the dick of Junior fucking Dos Santos, but you're gonna fucking sit here and shit on Ronda Rousey who, because of her, women, main-evented WrestleMania. And now it's it's not something that is scoffed at. It's not something that's impossible. It's something that is normal now. That's fine. Okay. That's fine. So for you... Th- you can't argue that. I don't that. like
2: Ronda Rousey.
1: Of course you don't. You're not supposed to like her. But yeah. guess what? He hates Brock Lesnar. But you know how much fucking money he draws? Who cares
2: and that's why he keeps coming back. I don't care. Who about, cares? I don't own stock in WWE. Oh I watch. God. I watch it to be entertained.
1: I am talking about the company side and why they're doing this is a business Michael I I don't
2: work for the company I want them to I want them to of course you don't work
1: for the company because you're gonna do nothing but shit on them and you want want them to just do everything that everybody wants them to do
2: they're a a TV show that should be producing good TV they are producing good TV
1: because you know what I'm liking it so just because I'm you don't like, you like you, it, you could go, you could go and you could watch your AEW. You could watch your fucking half broken table spots. You could watch all your fucking, your bullshit fucking pyro. You could look out all, all you your, your shitty fucking cameras and that. your sh- 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 shitty fucking camera angles, which are trashing WWE all fucking day long. But guess what, man? This is how it's been. Like you act like you just started watching WWE this fucking year, man. This is how it's always been. WrestleMania has always been like, all right, we need the biggest attractions, the biggest matches, the biggest stars for our show. How could you argue that?
2: Well, you've had matches in the past where you had like Daniel Bryan versus Batista versus Randy Orton. Okay. And you didn't replace Randy Orton with some UFC fighter. You didn't put Conor McGregor in there or anything like that. So what's the difference between then and now?
1: At that time, who was a bigger star than Daniel Bryan?
2: He wasn't even planned to be in that match anyway.
1: Exactly. But he was in that match. Why? Because the fans spoke.
2: Okay, so I'm speaking. I don't want Ronda Rousey in that match.
1: You're not even a real fan. You're an AEW fan. You shit on WWE every chance you get.
2: I wanted someone like Bianca to win it.
1: So I, I like see, so I could no, see. So I could see.
2: My pick was Bailey to win it, but she wasn't even in the Rumble. So I had to pick someone else.
1: All I'm saying is the biggest match that they could possibly get for uh, WrestleMania for the women's championship is Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. You don't like it, but guess what? It's going to be fucking awesome. Because if anything, they're going to beat the fuck out of each other.
0: Yeah, you remember, you remember
1: that last match?
2: I remember that last match. When she match. filled in for Becky? I remember that last match. And
1: it's payback time. Moving on. I
2: give this match.
1: C minus. Okay. Well, I'm gonna. I give it uh, a solid B. I'm gonna give this. I'm gonna agree with the score again that they gave, which was a B minus. C minus. So, women's Royal Rumble. Ronda Rousey, the winner. She doesn't even go here. Probably facing. Probably. I mean, who?
0: I think she should have been last, though. That would have been nice.
1: If she
2: got eliminated by someone else, that would have made the person who eliminated her a lot bigger
1: okay but why eliminate her she's the biggest star okay all right we're you just gonna for a we're just How gonna me? yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna move on all right next match <laughs> <laughs> becky lynch versus d-drop raw women's championship i'm gonna be honest with you i kind of i can't out. give i can't give this match a grade yeah. i, I, um, I gave no no attention to this um match. for those of you i mean obviously if you're listening to this you probably listened to the uh the, the live reaction match that we had and there was barely any reaction. Well, we were quiet through. Yeah, we were we were quiet. So we didn't say uh, to be honest, I think on the energy uh, we were kinda low on energy, especially uh, the fact of me and you going back and forth about Ronda Rousey when the Royal Rumble kinda fucking took all my energy out. So all right, so Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop, Raw Women's Championship. Uh, the women were back in the spotlight right away when Becky Lynch defended the Raw Women's Championship against Dewdrop. They locked up and Dewdrop easily pushed Lynch to the mat to show off her power. Big time Bex uh, grew frustrated as Dewdrop appeared to have an answer for everything she tried. Lynch avoided a corner splash, but Dewdrop was able to keep the upper hand and hit a Santon that sent the champ out to the floor to recover. Dewdrop tried to hit a cannonball against the steps, but Lynch moved and she hit steel. The powerhouse caught Lynch coming off the middle rope, but Lynch was able to transition into a sleeper hold drop kicked out after a missile dropkick and started to get angry as Lynch began to berate her. They went back and forth for the next few minutes, trading big moves in an attempt to finish the other off. After after drop came close a few times, the man finished her off with a manhandle slam rock bottom from the middle rope. And Bleacher Report gave the match a C+. And here's their analysis. According to several posts on social media, the WrestleMania sign caught fire during this match but the competitors and referee never acted like anything was wrong. I gotta re- re-watch that, because I didn't see I, that.
2: I, I just read that. The, the pyro melted the sign. Okay, I didn't see that shit. the what sign? The WrestleMania, WrestleMania sign. sign.
1: Um, okay, unfortunately, this distracted the crowd for several minutes. That's why they were all fucking... Because I noticed oh, in the match, they, they all they got, got up, up and they it. were looking at some shit. Yeah. Uh, the match did not reach the same level of excitement as Dewdrop versus Bel Air, but both women did a great job making themselves and each other look good. They didn't make any big mistakes and sold everything they did to each other. For two people who have almost no previous experience as opponents, they worked well together. It's just too bad the crowd did not seem to be into it. With a lot of reactions, this would have come across as a much bigger deal. And again, I, I feel like the crowd... Was a little worn out from that yeah. Rumble match. Yeah. Um, I really think that you shouldn't have followed up the Royal Rumble match with a ch- title match. No. Um, you probably should have put some other... You probably should have put the Edge fucking Maurice and... Um, or uh, Edge and Beth Phoenix versus Maurice and Miz. And that one, because... Um, I didn't give a shit about that one. That one, we could have taken a chance to get our, our energy back. And then that way, then have the Women's Championship match. And then... Um, but whatever. Um, Michael analysis on the Becky Dewdrop.
2: uh at least Becky still the champion she's making that title worth something so I can't really give it a grade I didn't watch the match but Becky's still champion I like it
1: what I liked about it is like yeah Becky's still champion and I feel like again you should have uh, Becky uh, if she's gonna lose that title it should be a big match like Wrestlemania what I'm interested in this match I did like how Dewdrop was able to hang with Becky Lynch like the reviewer said there wasn't any big mistake she was you know she was on on point with everything um, it was just the the issue with the where the order that it was booked in i felt like it would it would have had a better reaction if it was booked in a different um, spot and not right after the fucking women's royal rumble i think you should you know like although uh, you know you would like a whole show to have all nothing but fucking barn burner matches you kinda need to pace your, your 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 shows to where like you you know you, you go down, bring them back up, give them time to recover, go back down, bring them back up. The piss break match. Yeah, because honestly if you look at it like um and I'm not hating on your AEW show, but um when I watch your AEW show, it was literally dude, like what, how many matches were there? Like eight, nine, ten?
2: Oh, the pay per view? Yeah. The, yeah, there was like eight or nine minutes.
1: Eight, nine, all fifteen fucking minutes. All fucking Fifteen false finishes at the end, and by the time I got to the last match, I had no. <laughs> you gotta,
2: you gotta, you gotta take a bomb. Yeah. You gotta take an energy drink.
1: You, gotta, you gotta be ready for these. Yeah, but shows. I, I'm, I'm just saying, like, like, um, I, I think you, you do need those bullshit matches. I mean, we um, did have
2: the, the, uh, the Paul White versus Q T Marshall match at the, at the All Out Paper.
1: Yeah, you you kind of need those, uh, you know. Like eventually, the, you know, people in the crowd they have to take a, you know, uh, take a piss or, get, you know, get some fucking drinks or 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 buy merchandise. You know, like yeah. you can't buy merchandise if you're just sitting there. You don't want to leave the seat because oh, you never know what's gonna happen. Um, that is true. But uh, so overall grade, Becky, do drop. C, C, C. Yeah, you know, I, I give it, I give it a C minus. I wasn't really happy with that. All right, so. That was that match. Becky Lynch beats Dewdrop to retain her Raw Women's Championship. All right, so the next match: Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley for the WWE Championship. Now, this was a match I've been waiting for, for okay, um, for a good <laughs> for a good 15 years. Uh, all right, so WWE took its time getting to this match. There was a long promo and two long entrances, in addition to the official introductions from the ring announcer that Luis hated because he was like, why do I got to see Brock Lesnar's story? Um, They started with a basic lockup, but when neither man could get the advantage, they broke away from each other. They went for it again, and Lesnar hit a German suplex, almost killing Bobby Lashley. Lashley wanted to show no signs of weakness, got right back to his feet, and no soul to move. Gotta look strong. The Almighty returned the favor with his own German suplex that caught the beast by surprise. Lesnar grabbed him and hit two German suplexes in a row before releasing his grasp. Lashley went in with a kick to the gut before unloading with hard right hands. He avoided the F5 and hit a spear out of nowhere. He lined up and hit a second spear that sent Lesnar out of the ring, which was a a veteran move by Brock Lesnar. Lesnar, or Lashley, Lashley went for another spear at ringside and ended up crashing through the barricade when Lesnar avoided him, just like I said he was. The Beast hit some more German suplexes when they got back in the ring, but the Almighty kept getting back up. Lashley countered a suplex and applied the hurt lock. Lesnar backed him into the corner and crushed the ref in the process. The Beast hit an F5 and took the ref out again with Lashley's leg, so there was nobody there to make the count. Roman motherfucking Reigns came out of nowhere to deliver a spear to Lesnar. Heyman handed him the WWE title so he could hit the Beast in the head with it and cost him the match. Heyman left with Reigns as Lashley made the cover for the win. Bleacher Report gives it a B+. Their analysis is, it seemed like a weird move to put this match before Edge and Beth Phoenix versus The Miz and Maurice, and it was even weirder for WWE to run a promo package featuring clips of metal forging right after the WrestleMania sign was on fire. This was exactly what it needed to be. It was two big motherfuckers throwing each other around and beating each other up. Nobody expected a technical showcase. This was always going to be a series of power moves. The finish being so convoluted is one issue some will call out, but this gave Lashley back the WWE title and set up Lesnar vs. Reigns down the line. It worked and it was a fun way to accomplish two things at once. It would be nice if Big E re-entered the title hunt after this, but he appears to be back on SmackDown. Oh God! All right, Michael, former H—oh A- no, you're still HR. Michael HR Gabriel, what is your analysis of Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar for the Doobie Doobie title?
2: Um, this match
1: was cool. I thought this match was just overall real cool. You know what it reminded me of? What? Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah, right. That's literally what
2: this match (laughs) was—just two guys just trying to push each other down, and then just suplexing
1: each other. But then Brock just kept suplexing him on his shoulder, and there was some rough ass suplexes on Bobby Lashley.
2: He landed on his shoulder a few times, multiple, many times. Jesus Christ! He's gonna pop his shoulder out.
1: Yeah, that was. um, Yeah, that was man. That's kind of what I've been waiting for. This was a very very good big man match. Right.
2: I liked this match. And a lot. to
1: be honest, did we honestly think like, come on. As a wrestling fan, you know damn well there wasn't going to be a clean finish in this one. There was no way you're going to make any of these two look weak. No. No. There no. there's no way. Especially especially here's why I knew Brock Lesnar would not lose straight up. Aside from that last minute match he got put in, he hasn't won anything. That's true. So I feel like, all right, he needs a win to kind of get him. But then at the same time, you don't want to, you don't want to hurt.
2: Good guy, Brock Lesnar, putting over that young Bobby Lashley. Talent. Oh, stop it! He here, won.
1: Okay, but here, here, and a, I like the match. Here's an exception for Bobby Lashley. Yeah, he's not a young talent, but he's a guy that should have got this push a long time ago, and now he's finally getting what he deserves. If anybody has earned this spot, you can't argue with me. Bobby Lashley earned his spot. I think he's he's. Done way more than after
2: business. what Bobby Lashley has done during the pandemic era and coming back. But like when he first came back in 2018, it was a little rough, I thought. I'm
1: talking as a whole. Yeah,
2: I mean, but what I'm saying is like when he, when he came back to, to WWE in 2018, I thought it was just kind of boring. But then I've ever since he kind of switched up his character, uh, you know, the whole like hurt business, I thought the hurt business was like super dope. That should have been. A stable that should still be here, but then like his matches, like with Drew McIntyre, his matches with, just
1: like with
2: Randy Orton, I think.
1: But honestly, I feel like him not having the Herb business makes Bobby Lashley stronger, because it looks like he doesn't need help. You know what I'm saying? Um, And plus, I feel like it would be kind of redundant because we already have that with Roman, and we have with Roman and the Usos. So, um, although I like the parallel of that and the possibility of feuds between those two factions, um, and then also too, I'm a big fan of Shelton Benjamin. So, um, but at the same time, I think it's best now, is this best for, um, what's his name? Cedric Alexander, Cedric Alexander. Oh, he's going to dynamite too. Yeah. Cedric Alexander and, um, Shelton Benjamin, this benefits them going, uh, staying in the hurt business. Um, but this benefits Bobby Lashley having them out of the Hurt business because now he's not sharing his spotlight with two other people. And it also shows that, um, he's not afraid to, you know, do things on his own. I mean, Granny, yeah. you have MVP there, but he's, I mean, he's just a manager. Yeah. And like, like he's like Paul Heyman, like, I mean, aside from, you know, what Paul Heyman did was hand over a belt, but, yeah. um, MVP usually stays out of there. I mean, I, I thought he was going to use the cane in this one, but, um, but the the big um, takeaway from this match is the Paul Heyman. The Paul, Paul Heyman, Heyman getting the belt, yeah. Um, that was
2: that was great.
1: Now, when Paul Heyman rejoined immediately after Happy Lesnar won the championship, something felt off, and I yeah. felt like there's no, no 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 they're setting they're setting Brock up, uh, Roman, and this is the kind of storytelling. I like because you could track this all the way back to when they were tricking us making, like I always knew it was weird how Roman would like accuse Heyman of something and Heyman would just stand there with his mouth open and not like, no, 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 no I, I did it Roman I, You did it for the Roman This shows how smart hey, the, the characters, of course all of this is booked probably by neither of them probably helped out with Paul Heyman but this shows kayfabe that Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman are fucking brilliant. They're good. Fucking brilliant. It,
2: it, it's really good when a performer knows what their character is and knows how to just execute it perfectly. Roman yes. is he's the best thing going on in WWE right now.
1: And, th- and this shows that um, when you join WWE, you're going to be hit with a gimmick. Right And of course, if you don't believe in the gimmick, if you don't have confidence in yourself, it's going to show. And that to me is why I believe his big dog thing, his big dog character didn't really get over uh, with people over the age of 11 or or people that don't have vaginas. Um, But now you could see the confidence. Like when he comes out, you could just see the confidence oozing out of him. And you could tell like... I remember when he was the big dog, man. And he used to do promos. That shit was cringe, man. Like, anytime I hated he. It. Yeah, anytime he had to sell himself, it was cringe. And now I feel like he's expecting heat, but at the same time, he knows. He knows, like, you know, I'm the shit. Yeah. You know, people have been asking for him to be heel for a lot. And I feel like he made his heel character more heelish. I feel like before uh, the Rumble, his character was kind of almost. Shifting into... Because he was being the cool he's heel. Like a, he's
2: like a tweener. Yeah, he
1: was a cool heel who could who could easily, with, with a snap of your fingers, switch him over to the other side. But at the Rumble, I feel he went full on heel. Yeah. Like, he went full on heel with attacking... With getting disqualified, attacking Seth Rollins, and then coming in and costing Brock Lesnar the title. And just laughing about it. And... I don't know. I, I, I was happy with the match. Um, I like what I saw. They did a lot more than I thought they were gonna do. Yeah. Um. But at the end of the day, like, I was fully invested in this match. I was, you know, every big spot I was into, and I was hyped as fuck when Roman came out and Paul Heyman handed him the belt and him uh, turning on Lesnar. So, um, I thought that was another. Again, you you had the Seth Rollins Roman Reigns match. kind of leave it at the end where there's a continuing storyline there that can continue if they want or they could just have fucking uh, Seth Rollins be dead because he kind of just killed him hitting him uh, with four share shots Um, and then with this Lesnar thing this also so what I like about uh, so far in this show is that we have already prepped possible uh, feuds and um, this continues on for the rest of the night so uh, Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley Bobby Lashley beats Brock Lesnar for the WWE Championship all right, so great time. Uh, what grade do you give this? Uh, Bleacher Report gave it a B plus. What do you say, Michael?
2: Um, personally, I'm gonna go with this match in this Rumble in this company. I'm going A minus. A minus. I really, really, really like this match. All right.
1: Well, um, I'm gonna see your A minus and um, bring it up an A plus. Um, I bring it up A plus because of the anticipation going into this match, um, the way that they delivered during this match. And then the the amazing way that they they ended this match, and I just I just just remember, yeah, just after the match was done, just be like, ah, oh, that was great. Yeah, I, I really liked the match. I
2: personally feel like they could have gone a little bit longer, but besides that, like I thought it was mm. really
1: good. Well, seeing as how the show timed out, I think they. We gotta wrap it up. We gotta wrap it up, guys. Uh, we need to make time for Edge and fucking watch All right, so uh, Michael Gabriel's great. Is a minus. A minus. Minus an A plus. Moving on to the next match. Alright. The Miz and Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. This is another, I put this in the same category as the... This was a snooze fest. Yeah, Becky and Doudrop. At least Becky and Doudrop had the title on the line. This one, I don't know what the stakes were. Bragging this was rights. your piss match. Yeah, this is where it pissed. Hey, I want to go get a, a needle mover shirt or something. Um... But yeah, alright, Ms. Maurice versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Maurice and Beth Phoenix started for their teams. Maurice tried to run away from Phoenix and The Miz helped her escape the ring. Edge and The Miz tagged in and with some help from Maurice, the A-lister was able to attack Edge from behind to get the upper hand. Edge popped up and hit a DDT out of nowhere to give himself a chance to tag his wife. The Glamazon came in hot and hit Maurice with several strikes. The Miz broke up a pin so Phoenix got into his face. She planted him in the corner and beat him down. Maurice hit Phoenix with her purse brick, but couldn't keep her down for the pin. She locked the Glamazon in a camel clutch before Edge and the Miz came back in the ring. Maurice took out Phoenix at ringside, and while the Miz had the ref distracted, Maurice hit Edge with a Hurricane Rana. The Miz hit Edge with a finisher, with his finisher, but he only got a two count. Phoenix and Edge hit the Miz with a spear at the same time before they hit. Glamazon slams to both opponents for the win. Bleacher Report gives this match grade C+. So their analysis. WWE only booked four matches in addition to the two rumbles. As great as all four of these superstars are, this should not have been one of those four (laughs) matches. Um, They paced it like a pay-per-view match and gave all four competitors enough time to shine, but something about it never quite clicked. It, yeah, was it was as if everyone was stuck in second gear and couldn't hit that next level. This was more of a skit than a match. There wasn't much in the way of ring psychology, but it was entertaining if you enjoy this kind of shit. They say thing, but I say shit. Everybody did good work. Even Miz was okay. It just didn't live up to the reputations of these four stars. Lived up to the misses, but not everybody else's. The last couple of minutes were better than everything that came before it, but it wasn't enough to make this better than something we could have seen on Raw or SmackDown.
2: Nope.
1: Now, that analysis was pretty damn spot on. It was like he was sitting here right next to us watching the fucking match.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a whole lot to add. I mean, I had said earlier, I mean, you could have had Edge and The Miz... Like in the rumble, taking spots from like bad spelling. Yeah, you
1: could have just had uh, Bad Bunny and Knox. Oh, future spoilers. Um, But yeah, like I mean, a couple things from this match. Uh, Good points. I'll I'll throw good points. Um, Nice Hurricane by Maurice on. uh, It was good. Edge. It was Uh, good. She uh, took a chance and it and it worked. Yeah, took a chance. Uh, It worked. Um, Let me see what bright spots here. I mean. Really, uh, I mean, the double spear. I mean, the double spear. Did you like the double uh, skull-crushing finale? Or that didn't happen? No, they were going to go it? for
2: it, but they, they didn't do it.
1: Uh, I feel like there's a little botch at the end when they hit the double glam slam, and I think uh, Beth, uh, Beth Phoenix got out of position and couldn't pin. So I thought it would have been cool if they both hooked a leg in one, two, three. but whatever, you fuck up, and, uh, uh, you know. Oh, there were botches in this show. There were botches, but um, to be fair, okay. Nerves. Okay, they're they're wrestling here here's the thing about wrestling it is live it is live 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 there is no stunt doubles there is no cuts so botches are almost a given um luckily there wasn't any major botches like not what i just read but we'll get to that later i mean like like there wasn't like major botches like like you know nobody almost killed e- each other you know there was a fun like oh they i wish that would have uh yeah went through but Um, overall, I mean, you're going to get your botches and luckily these botches were far apart, you know, there wasn't like botch after botch after botch. Um, but all right. Uh, so you're great. Uh, uh, Bleacher Report gave it a C plus. What do you give Maurice and Miz versus Beth Phoenix and Edge?
2: Uh, this match should not have gone on. This was so boring. Which sucks because Edge is like super dope. He should have been in the Rumble. He should have gotten all these high spots in the Rumble. Yeah,
1: but honestly, I feel like this is better for his body. Honestly, um, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't really have to do much. But I, um,
2: I mean, the Edge. I mean, Edge is in there.
1: Maurice I, was pretty impressive.
2: I'm gonna. Her outfit uh, was
1: pretty nice, though.
2: No, no, I can't justify she it. To
1: keep C minus. All right, I'm going to give this a D. Uh, because uh, number one, I, like I told you before, never be, really been a big fan of Edge. Um, not really a big fan of Miz when he doesn't have a microphone in his hand. Uh, Beth, Actually, yeah, I'm changing mine to to, to a D. Yeah. Yeah, uh, you, you just convinced me of that. <laughs> Beth, Beth Phoenix, good talent, never... Been one like she's not one I look at as like one of the top. Like, oh my god, you know, Beth Phoenix, like, yeah, you know, it's like, so oh, they start yeah, pushing her. Beth Phoenix. I mean, uh, according to your logic, we should give her the fucking uh, championship. She just beat Marisa, the former Demon's uh, champion. <laughs> she, she's earned a shot she's at the title. The shot. All right, so D and uh, D. So, uh, yeah, double D's, double, double, <laughs> double D's, aptly uh, titled. So, and uh, that's the grades for that match. Moving on. All right, last but certainly not least is the men's Royal Rumble. Um, Again, uh, reading from Bleacher Report, updates will come after every 10 entrants into the match and the finale. AJ Styles was out first at number one, and he was followed by Shinsuke Nakamura at number two. So here's the order of the entrance of the men's Royal Rumble number one was AJ Styles, number two, when Shinsuke Nakamura, three, Austin Theory, four, Robert Roode, five, Ridge Holland. Six. Well, they only gave me 20 in here. Okay, well, I'm going to stop naming the uh, entrance because it only stops at 20. So, uh, high spots. Give me some positive spots you have in this in this Royal Rumble match. Bad Bunny was great. Bad Bunny was great. Okay.
2: Um, AJ Styles was great. Uh, AJ Styles for what he cute. did. Austin yeah. Theory had a very
1: good showing. Austin Theory, the future of this company. Um, uh, hey, what about Madcap Moss and Happy Carbon cleaning the house? Eh, eh? oh, god, <laughs> <laughs> let's not forget about uh, the return of Drew McIntyre.
2: Drew McIntyre is back. Hopefully, he gets his rematch and uh he wins the WWE Yeah, we know,
1: we know damn well he's going to WrestleMania to fight Baron Corbin. Okay. Uh,
2: <laughs> if it doesn't end with him stabbing him with a we're sword. We're going to
1: have an Angela on the pole match. Watch. Put Angela on the pole. Someone has got to die. Listen, I can't wait to hear Drew, McI- Drew McIntyre's story about what he's been doing since Vince, he's gone. Vince pulls both of them and says, oh, okay.
2: <laughs> this is what we're going to do. We got to get rid of one of you. Budget
1: cuts. Can could, could we talk about how they made Baron Corbin interesting and then right away put him back to being that shit heel that I just that I just have go home heat with.
2: Baron Corbin could do so many good things, but
1: it's Baron just, Corbin has the size, he has the look, he has the in-ring skills. I mean, he his and his mic
2: skills are okay too.
1: His mic skills aren't bad at all, especially when it comes to getting he and he showed off his mic skills. He showed off his range when he was bum ass Baron Corbin, which I thought they should have kept that going for another six months. Yeah, um,
2: it all went downhill as soon as he lost that. Yeah, money I Baron felt King like the they cut case.
1: that story. It's like. How are you gonna have Sonya Deville and Naomi keep their storyline going on for like six months? It feels like, but then yeah. you're gonna you're gonna cut off Baron Corbin's storyline right away when he was just starting to get interesting. He was part of what was making SmackDown interesting. You had Roman Reigns in there, and then you had fucking Baron Corbin coming out with his uh, spaghetti stained shirt, um, you know. And then they could have easily, and I believe if they would have chose to go this way, they could have easily made him a babyface. One like, hundred um, percent. But watching those segments, you could see, like, every time he got closer and closer to fans, getting over with the fans, he would just throw some a line out there, like, shit on them. You know, somebody would give him money, he'd be like, this is it, you know, and then get some heat back. Yeah. Um, but yeah, over Baron Corbin, again, like, I, I, there's still time for him. I mean, there, there's, I mean... Uh, do I see him become a big babyface now? But uh, no way, a nice little heel champion that is still champion. But we're tuning in every month to see him get beat, and he doesn't get beat, and we get mad. I could see that totally happening. Um, who, who, uh, what, what other surprise? Was there any other surprise entrance in here besides a uh, Bad Bunny and uh, True McIntyre, Knoxville? He wasn't a surprise entrance. I guess not. Yeah, that that was. Um, here's my thing, and I'm not just biased against Bad Bunny. I'm, a, I'm, I'm a Johnny Knoxville too. Um, I feel like although again, um, I'm I'm not a first time watcher of the Royal Rumble, we've had this shit go on in the Rumble before. Like we had Drew Carey on the Rumble um one time. Uh what else? We had like Hornswag and shit. Like we've had not a lot of celebrities, but we we've have had this and usually the celebrities don't go out there and you know, do anything that
2: they're, they're in, they'll throw a punch and then they get, yeah. It. I
1: feel like Knoxville and Bad Bunny did more spots together, um, than any other celebrity before them combined. Um, you gotta respect the business, yeah. You gotta respect the business at the same time. Come on, man, let's, let's be real here. Um, so the uh, the biggest surprise of all, which which I didn't see as a big surprise because, like I told you before, it's like. If Roman loses his title, he's going to go to Rumble, win it. If Brock Lesnar loses his title, he's going to run and win it. Yeah. So, again, I wasn't that shocked when... uh, I was shocked. Number 30 came out and the music hit. I was shocked. Uh, How? Why? I was telling you all day that this was going to happen. I was shocked. You didn't need Brock Lesnar
2: in this match. You could... You could have easily told... You could have easily told the story. Okay. He didn't need... To be in this match, you could have just
1: okay. But now you
2: could have just, you could have just had something on SmackDown. No, no. Where See, Lesnar comes out. No, and just, no, no.
1: See, because you, you screwed me. No, now no, I'm no, 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 no. no, See, here's the thing: Lesnar could go out there and ask for a championship match. All he wants, and Roman can say no. Here, he can't say no. He won the right to face him at WrestleMania. He can't escape this.
2: But he lost because of Roman.
1: Yeah, but he won the Rumble, so. Roman has to face him at WrestleMania. Roman can't deny this challenge. I mean... Because think about this. Roman could have easily, character-wise, K-Five-wise, all right, Lesnar asked for a match, he'd be like, I already beat you, dude. And you just lost your last match. What makes you worthy of facing the God? You could
2: have easily had just had, like, Lesnar gone up to Adam Pearce and just demanded it.
1: Yeah, but that's been done, man.
2: You know, not even just like demanding it, but at least having like, you know, saying, okay, well, yeah, you I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you I'll give you like a number one contenders match at Fastlane. But again,
1: again, why I like this too, I have always felt that the winner of the Royal Rumble should main event WrestleMania. The main event WrestleMania is gonna, going to be Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. This is how it should be.
2: Is that how it should be?
1: Yeah. It's how it should be.
2: So what happened to Asuka? That's,
1: like I, that's why I said that's how it should be. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. And number one, Asuka ain't no headline, no damn WrestleMania. Bro. Oh, my God. You can see. According to Michael Gabriel, Asuka versus Kelly Kelly next year at WrestleMania. That's what should happen. Could you have,
2: oh, we had? Oh, we didn't have Asuka in this match.
1: No, Man. we didn't.
2: No Oscar, no Bailey. No okay, first Mandy of all, Rose. this is the men's
1: Royal Rumble that we're talking about. But at the again, at the end of the day, this is what should happen. The winner of the Royal Rumble should be the main event at WrestleMania. There's there's no other bigger main event at WrestleMania right now that could happen that's possible than Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns because The Rock is busy.
2: You could have had that at night one. Oh my god! And you're then, gonna you're. And then night two. And then night two. Listen.
1: Night two. So you're gonna put your biggest main event at night one? What logic is that?
2: Okay, wait. No, you just said the winner should main event WrestleMania. Yes. Does it matter which night?
1: The main event at night one is not the real main event. Stop it.
2: The main event is the last match of the show.
1: The main event is the last match of WrestleMania. It's split in two. The last match of WrestleMania is the main event of WrestleMania. There's only one main event. Yeah, there's quote-unquote co-main events, but the... Main event is the last match. It's what you go there for. It's what you watch all the other matches for, for that main event. You don't shoot your whole wad at night one. Are you kidding me? That's your biggest match. What the fuck am I watching night two for?
2: Okay. To watch
1: fucking Bobby Lashley versus Big
2: E? Like, what the fuck? No, night two is going to be Ronda Rousey and Charlotte. Oh,
1: my God. You're going to sit there and tell me Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte is bigger than Roman versus Brock Lesnar?
2: You just said who's bigger. You said Ronda Rousey's bigger.
1: Than all those fucking women! But you're going to tell me Ronda Rousey's bigger than Brock Lesnar? Stop it, Michael. (laughs) You know I'm right. (laughs) Brock Lesnar is a bigger star... Than Ronda Rousey, I'm sorry, I'm sorry to say, because not not only has Brock Lesnar been a UFC champion, had success there, but he has had longer success in WWE.
2: Wow, the main
1: events of these
2: WrestleManias are exactly what Vince wants.
1: Yes, and exactly what Ronda
2: I, and Charlotte. Yeah. Brock and Roman.
1: Because there's no bigger than those two matches. So Charlotte. Just, just, just say ah. So just, Charlotte and Ronda. Main event night one. Brock Lesnar Roman, main event night two.
2: I don't mind. I don't mind night two.
1: Right. So, that's how it is. Let,
2: let's get back to this match. Let's get back to this match. I think we're getting a little off track. We, we can give our final thoughts. Here's
1: here, here. my thing. It, uh, back in the day, watching the Royal Rumbles. All right. So the point I was trying to make was that um, before, in the Royal, in the Royal Rumbles, when it was real to me, damn it, like literally all you, all it, all you had to do was just win it, and I'm like, oh man, this guy was good. Win it. I think as wrestling fans of the modern era, I hate it because we know everything. Yeah, we know everything. So and if. Like I said, in the Royal Rumble back in the day, you would have, like, Joe Schmo winning. You're like, oh, my God. This guy's really good. He just, he just won the Royal Rumble. He just beat 29 other guys. Now you have a guy winning the Royal Rumble. He can come in at number one and beat everybody. And we're going to be like, oh, oh, I can't believe they had him win. You know? I think it depends on the guy. I, I... Which, to me, is what hurts wrestling now. Now it's like you have to... And also, too, the modern wrestling fan, once they find out the company's backing somebody... Like, for instance, Roman Reigns. I'll give you Roman Reigns. When he was part of the Shield, he was over. Even when the Shield broke up, he was over. But once they found out that they were just strapping a rocket ship to his back, and they're like, all right, we're going with this guy. Shit all over him. Had nothing to do with him. Like, oh, yeah, he was green. He was new. He wasn't, but, th- you know, he wasn't ready. But then again, who who, who who is ready? Who is ready to win a championship? But my point is, like, any other era... Rock Lesnar comes in, number 30 wins the Royal Rumble, you're like, oh shit. But now, it's like, oh, can't believe they they wrote that. Or they should have done this. Or they should have done that. And I think that's what I hate about modern wrestling. Because back in the day, man, you just watched the match. And you watch somebody, you can have somebody go in there, beat somebody with a clothesline, and you're like, oh shit. This guy's good. But now you can have a guy win matches, you'll be like, oh, he only has three moves. You know? That kind of shit. It's, it, it's not fair. It's not fair because... Yeah. Are you saying you only need three moves to be a big star? I'm saying in real life, you could drop a motherfucker on his head; it's game over. You shouldn't have to do fucking uh, hurricane rana's and body presses and chain wrestling. Like, yes, there should be met like, but I feel like the modern wrestling fan wants every match like that. Like, oh, every match should have like chain. Every match should have like spot after spot after spot after spot after. A spot. moonsault into a yeah. super
2: kick to a
1: shining right. wizard. Right. And then for somebody who goes in there and just does basic stuff, That it, actually sounds pretty dope. It, what? Oh
2: my god. <laughs> I want to see that now. I just
1: think that I just think that nowadays I feel like um, I I envy the kids. I envy the kids who still feel like this is real. And and even though even though now most kids, you know, they have access to the internet, so they're looking uh, they're you're, they're looking at all the stuff I'm looking at. They're reading all the backstage stuff that I'm reading, but um I remember a time when you didn't know it was going to win the Rumble. Um, you're just like, oh, whoever wins this is, is going to be pretty good. And you never really questioned it. But again, uh, to me, Brock Lesnar winning the Rumble was, was the right choice. There's nobody bigger than him to win it. There's nobody bigger than him that should be main in WrestleMania. If, I mean, even uh, especially since The Rock is not um, available. Um, I honestly hope Rock wins next year's Royal Rumble. Wouldn't that be awesome? Number 30?
2: If you're some, uh... Tell me the
1: fucking roof wouldn't blow off that fucking place. it go absolutely crazy, right? And you need to put him at number thirty because um, Brock's a little big. You know, I don't think his cardio is on point, so you don't <laughs> want him going there and hurt himself. You know, you getting gas. Yeah, and... you want to save him for WrestleMania. So um, overall, uh, was it predictable? Yes and no. Uh, once, once Brock Lesnar lost lost the title, I pretty much knew like yeah oh, he's probably winning this this thing um but what I think the good thing about it is they waited till number 30 to the point where you forgot about Brock Lesnar possibly being in it and then you hear his music and then you're like oh shit so I am happy with the outcome of the Royal Woman because of what it's leading up to which is the main event at Wrestlemania uh Roman and Brock um I don't have a bleach report grade for this match or an analysis for this match for it is ha- it has not updated or actually let me let me just check. I think we're fine. We watched the match, we
2: know what happened.
1: Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, on. Alright, still not updated. Who cares? Um, bad things about this match that you didn't like. Oh, where do I start? Um Okay, I'll, I'll,
2: I'll keep it real. I won't, I won't be any goofiness or anything with this. Um, I think there was just like a lack of just credible guys in this Rumble. You know, like there were some where I could actually look at and I could say, you know what? Yes, you can win this Rumble and you can, you know what? Sometimes plans change. Sometimes it happens. Sometimes you throw a curveball into a lot of different things, you know, like the whole like Daniel Bryan thing at WrestleMania 30, like it was never meant to be him, but you throw the curveball in there and you make it a triple threat match. Mm-hmm. Who, I mean, who? I mean, would I wouldn't have complained if, if they threw one in here and had you have like AJ Styles win this Rumble and you just say, you know what? Fuck it. He's going to be in the match with like with Roman
1: and with Brock. See, but you don't need that. I'm saying,
2: but you could. You it, could. It would have just added some crazy element. To yeah, it, right?
1: but then, but then you're you're taking away from the personal, um, Brock Lesnar Roman when it should be just them two. They need to settle this. Not to mention, um Roman has never beat Brock Lesnar for a world championship at a WrestleMania ever, ever. And I think he's had like two shots, right? he
2: uh, the the WrestleMania thirty one and then the WrestleMania thirty. Four. yeah uh,
1: 34 the, the, the latest one I the I, bloody I, one yeah I honestly thought he uh he was that was gonna be I actually believe that that was the initial plan until Brock Lesnar resigned <laughs> yeah <laughs> they were like all right well we're just gonna we're gonna throw a swerve a curveball at, at the fans you gotta swerve them um, yeah um um
2: yeah I you you'll have your thoughts these are my thoughts uh Brock didn't need to be in this rumble in my point of view. You you could have easily had him just come out like on SmackDown, just ambush Roman and then demanded a match at like the Chamber or like a number one contendership at Fastlane, and that you could have just gotten him that way. And then you could have had like a face Brock and then the heel Roman and just had Roman retain that way. That's how I would have done it. Um, I would have I I would have had someone else win this Rumble um, and main
1: event WrestleMania. I think the winner of the Royal Rumble should main event WrestleMania.
2: I mean, they've shown us in the past you can win the Rumble and you don't have to main event WrestleMania. I know, and that's a mistake. You know, Randy Orton won the Rumble. And, I, and that's a mistake. And he was in one of the worst matches ever and that's Bray
1: Wyatt. And that's a mistake. That's what I'm saying. It should happen this way because it's tradition. You win the Rumble, you go to WrestleMania. Main you know, event like,
2: I, I guess, I guess, like, then you could have had someone like someone else won it and then they could have fought like Bobby Lashley you that's
1: know that's not the main event of Wrestlemania
2: it's still a big match not big
1: but the big that's not the biggest match and the biggest match should be the main event this is Wrestlemania this ain't this ain't Payback this ain't this ain't even uh, uh SummerSlam this ain't Survivor Series this ain't Elimination Chamber this is Wrestlemania this is a biggest wrestling show, I don't care what you say, if you're the biggest AEW fan, the biggest TNA fan, the biggest New Japan fan, at the end of the day, the biggest wrestling show in the entire world is WrestleMania. Prove me wrong. not proving you wrong. So I think at WrestleMania, you should have the biggest match at the end. You know why you should have it? Because I remember one year, WrestleMania 18, the main event, could you tell me what the main event of WrestleMania 18 was? Was it Stone Cold versus The Rock? No. And I feel like if I asked anybody, even people who watched it back in the day, except for maybe Jeffrey, because you know he knows his shit, that the main event at WrestleMania 18 was Chris Jericho versus Triple H. Tell me why nobody remembers that shit. Cause it did a main event? Because it was the main event, it was the last match. Oh. But the match before that was Hulk Hogan versus The Rock. Oh, so, yeah, that's um, the only match that people remember. This is why you should have your biggest match at the end, because by the time they got to Chris Jericho versus Triple H, nobody in that goddamn building gave a shit, their energy was all up, they were cheering so hard for fucking Rock, or actually Hogan, they were booing the shit out of the Rock. Um, but at the end of the day, like I, I understand, back before, like yeah, they've had people win the Royal Rumble, like I remember Sheamus won the Royal Rumble one time and he was the first match at WrestleMania. Bullshit. I think that's stupid. Um, at this point in time we do not have the luxury of just hey let's just experiment let's have this new guy win it we don't you guys are sitting there trying to fucking shoot us in the fucking leg any chance you guys get so we have to put the biggest matches that we possibly can on our biggest show so excuse us for not putting fucking Shinsuke Nakamura in a main event at WrestleMania (laughs) okay so this is a horrible uh, example because he's not a young guy but He's like forty-two. Um, we are not in a place, and I will admit this, even though I feel like as a company, WWE is secure because they've made the the big money deals that will keep them um, financially stable for a while. And they don't financially,
2: they're not going anywhere.
1: What do you mean financially not going anywhere? What are you talking about? We just made these big ass fucking deals. That's what I'm
2: saying. Financially, WWE is yeah. not going anywhere in terms of like out of business or out of TV or anything like that. Like. They have their money. They're not going out of business. Like, right. they're, like they're gonna have their jobs. They're gonna have their their TV deals.
1: And to me, AEW is not meant for everybody because I mean, honestly, like I mean, this ain't this ain't 1996, 1997, 1998. No, it's- can't, can't can't have our fucking youth watching that shit. Like if you guys aren't gonna censor your shit, if you guys are just gonna say whatever you want, not script anything, and just let let risk motherfuckers just dropping f bombs. As a responsible parent. I would not feel comfortable now. Granted, that make me be a hypocrite since I was one of them young kids at fucking 13, 14, 15. and you, fucking, and you
2: heard Stone Cold call, yeah. call like, um, but that's call a, Stephanie a
1: bitch. But that's a different time. They called her worse than a bitch. They called her a bargain basement hole one time. Yeah. Um, but as you it's know, twenty
2: twenty two. Yeah. But as I can't a, say that.
1: As, but as a, as a family, you know, like if, if, if you want to uh, bring your family to an event, bring your kids to an event. You want to introduce them to wrestling. WWE is the place to go. Because WWE, I mean, granted, they, they dropped their share of bitch bombs and all that stuff, but um, you're not going to see anything too crazy. Everything is tightly scripted, um, which is a good good thing and a bad thing. Um, but at the end of the day, um, there is always going to be a place for WWE, if not for nostalgia and not because, you know, the brand. It's the brand. WWE it's the brand. Yeah. I you know, um, uh, remember Baltazar, I asked him, do you watch wrestling? And he's like, no, I watch AEW. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to him... The definitive wrestling is WWE and AEW. You know, um, I don't think they're taking over us. No, um, but I financially th- no, no. But I feel, and you guys are not taking over us anywhere because you guys we are we are a different company. We obviously cater to different fans, but I feel like you guys are carving a place for yourselves. I mean, all the NXT viewers went to AEW. No, not all. Well, not the ones you're, that are over fifty. You're 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 being
2: biased. Um, <laughs> I was an NXT viewer. Now yeah. I don't. Now so, I watch so AEW. everybody
1: does. Like some, there are some people who are actually loyal WWE fucking watchers. Um, my 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 thing is is AEW is creating a place for themselves as an alternative to WWE. You guys are never gonna take us over because honestly, like we do things differently. You guys are professional wrestling. or sports entertainment. There's a difference. Yes. Thank you for saying that part out loud. I mean uh, 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 we don't just do like oh just just 10 fucking, you know, like chain wrestling matches. We, and like, we have variety. We have, I mean, you know. I
2: mean, yeah, that, that that's true. You know, one is one is sports entertainment. One is professional wrestling. One can get more advertisers and sponsorships on their shows like we only we only play whatever like is allowed on TBS, you know. Like we don't have like a Skittles commercial or anything like that, Okay. or a why, why are you like saying that? that as a
1: bad thing? No, Excuse same. us for, for, you know, having business. Then, <laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, I've tried to watch a little bit of AEW. I'm not saying it's trash; it's just not for me. It's just like um doesn't interest me. Uh, there's a few guys on there that are great. Um, you know, MJF is you know like like he's not somebody I like, but he's somebody that I'm like okay, he's good. He's growing a lot. Yeah. Um, real real well too. But, yeah, Mr. Mayhem, Wardlow. Yeah, like War- Wardlow. Wardlow is my 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 favorite. My he's a guy that you could take from um The fans are starting to cheer him now. Yeah, Before
2: he's... he before he would get
1: like it was just quiet. Listen, you look at this man, you look at this I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man, if Vince had his fucking paws on this guy.
2: Big gold belt. Right good, there.
1: good God. It'll be Omos and Wardlow to the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> and it would be a fucking barn burner because fucking Wardlow would have to carry the entire fucking match. Um, and I feel like he could. Um, the little things I've seen from Wardlow, when I looked into the, his, you know, his other you know, indie wrestling um, stints, um, he is, for a guy his size, super athletic, incredibly strong. He just he, charisma man. He's got natural. He just stands there. Like I remember, like I forgot what you showed me the MJF and all. There's a group of motherfuckers. One of your million stables you have over there. And I remember, I'm like, who the fuck is that? Oh like, yeah. Like I was like, who the fuck is that with the man bun looking like a fucking second rate Roman Reigns? Who's that guy? Um, then I find out he's way bigger than Roman Reigns. Oh yeah. Um, so I don't know. And, and this is me just trying to defend the WWE. Uh, having Brock Lesnar win the Royal Rumble. I feel like if this was uh 2030 years ago it would be like oh man, of course he won. It's Brock Lesnar. Can we
2: just say I really hope Kofi Kingston didn't break a rib or anything like that.
1: Yeah, that was so uh that was a tough spot, man. And, and th- those spots, and, you know, it it's I feel like he's been due to botch one of those cuz I feel like he's been doing these impossible saving himself from elimination and it's always been like oh man, I can't believe he pulled it off. There had to be, at the end of the day, human error. That spot, literally, you had to pull it off perfectly or it wouldn't get done. And unfortunately, he mistimed it just a little bit. Feet touched the floor. Unfortunately, and I think also too what hurt them is they actually had the camera on him. If they didn't have the camera on him and show that shot... They 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 probably could have saved it. Yeah, they possibly could have saved it. Yeah, you'll hear uh, people uh, in the crowd like, Ah, his feet touched the floor! But... We wouldn't have seen it, yeah. Um, and that's the risk you take on live TV, doing a big spot like that, putting that, putting the camera on like that. But uh, botch, yeah, it was, it was, it was a botch. But at the end of the day, how many, how many times has he had these impossible uh, saving himself from elimination spots? A lot, too many, too many to the point where we're like, what the fuck else is he gonna do? So uh, yeah, the Kofi Kington spot, uh, I'm pretty sure he wasn't, he wasn't supposed to get eliminated that fast. I just read
2: somewhere that he was supposed to be
1: like. Deep in this rumble, and that he and Big E were
2: supposed to do some tag team spots.
1: <sighs> Shouldn't have put that camera on him. Shouldn't have put that camera on him.
2: That's probably why they got rid of Big E uh, not too not too long after either.
1: Kofi tried to save it too. He tried. He Kofi like, no, 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 like, camera I'm was still like, here, and the, and the, the mar- like, no, the camera was on you, man. We got the shot. Your feet. We got. We're, we're, got, like, we're about like, to put the replay in slow motion. Vince is yelling at me in my ear, uh, dude. You got to get off. You, like, you got to go. God damn it! I told you. Um. So overall, uh, beginning to end, not one of the worst pay-per-views I saw. Like, um, you know, there was one or two matches where we were kind of complacent and they're just not really paying attention. Um, but overall, what I liked about the show is we pushed forward more storylines. There's still questions about certain, certain people. Um, but I am happy just with the Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, and Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey. Those two matches alone, I'm like, all right, our main events are taken care of. What's this undercard going to look like? Who cares about this undercard? Is Drew McIntyre going to face fucking Baron Corbin in <laughs> fucking WrestleMania?
2: It's only worth it if he stabs or, him with
1: the sword. Or or Drew McIntyre could just finish his feud with these fuckers at Elimination Chamber or Fastlane. And then, I mean, there's still need a challenger for Bobby Lashley's title. So I'm pretty sure they're going to have some kind of multi-man match, whether it be Elimination Chamber or something. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Elimination Chamber. We're just like, all right, whoever wins Elimination Chamber is going to, is going to face Bobby Lashley for the world title. And I believe I would put that between Biggie and Drew McIntyre. Probably Drew McIntyre. And <laughs> probably have Drew McIntyre be Bobby Lashley because last year Bobby Lashley defeated Drew McIntyre. And Drew McIntyre still needs his moment. He hasn't had his moment with the fans yet, as far as I mean, he got the rumble win, of course. But then he lost to Bobby. He lost to Bobby at the you know the the very first match in front of crowds. Well front of in front of a full capacity. It was crowd. like it was
2: like what, twenty thousand people or something? It was like a lot that. of fucking
1: it was too many goddamn people, all of them.
2: I remember the ending. MVP shouted something. Yeah. I remember... Drew stopped and looked, and then he ate a spear.
1: Yeah, I remember Omicron was probably born that day. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was like, Hey!
0: Fucking Bob was like, Or, were, uh, there. yeah, Drew McIntyre was like,
1: Huh? Which I thought was like, Oh, you're dumb as fuck, dude. That was stupid. I will admit that is stupid. But, they swerved it on us. At the end of the day, Bobby actually got the bigger pop when he came out anyway. So, I think... That's the finish the fans wanted. It was an unpredictable finish because everybody in the mama was like, oh, well, he didn't get his WrestleMania moment last year in front of fans. This is his year. And, of course, they were like, no. No. Nah. Swerve. Swerve. Um, but uh, Drew McIntyre is still salvageable. He's still one of the top babyfaces in the company. Uh, he just needs to get out of this uh, happy Corbin. Madcap Mad- 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 what kind of name
2: is Madcap? Okay, first of all, I don't What's think... What's a
1: Madcap? I don't think Baron Corbin needs Madcap Moss. No. Um, And then I don't think Madcap... Number one, I don't think Baron Corbin is doing anything for Madcap Moss, and I don't think Madcap Moss is doing anything for Baron Corbin. I think they're both bringing each other down. If anything, I think... Those jokes are just horrible.
2: I think Madcap's going to be on the uh, next release list. He should.
1: Um, Keep hold of Baron, because... This man, I know this man can gain sympathy from the fans, and I know damn well this man can gain heat from the fans. That is true. So you have a guy like that where you could put either or, and that could do anything. He could do comedy. He could do serious. He could be dominant. He could be a pussy heel. Um, He's big as a fucking house, and it's deceptively big. You forget how big he is because of how agile he is and how fast he is um, for his size. So overall, what would you give... What was the overall grade for the entire show? Be nice. The show or the media? Or, the or, whole or sorry, show the from the first match to the end. C. 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 I give this a B minus. Um, and I give this a B minus because of Dewdrop versus Becky, because of Edge and Beth Phoenix and. Uh, uh, Miz and Maurice Bad Bunny Johnny Knoxville Yeah Omos Omos I forgot he was in, in, even in this motherfucker that makes I mean he, 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 he did he, he, they they did a They really, all
2: stood in the corner one by one they, and they didn't do anything They all
1: did a really good job making this man look dominant but and one one day this motherfucker's gonna have to do something He just just stand there You get think. rid of Braun Strowman but you keep Omos Yeah Okay Because Okay Omas still could be developed. We don't. We, you, you're shitting on him already. He's just new. We haven't even given him a chance. It's We've like, given. It's
2: been like two years. And, and,
1: and stop it! You're acting like you're not the same fucking person that watched Braun Strowman through his fucking run and be like, "This guy's fucking trash." Stop it. He got good real fast. He got good real fast, but he's trash. He can't wrestle an actual match. At least what? Omos,
2: Omos can't walk.
1: He just started. He can't walk. So we still have time to develop, and then maybe he turns out to be shit, then we get rid of him. And not not to mention, he's bigger than fucking Braun Strowman, okay? Like, height-wise, sure. Height-wise and size-wise, he's bigger than Braun Strowman. Have you not seen this guy? Have you seen Braun Strowman? Yeah. That
2: man's got guns.
1: Yeah, but stand him next to Omos, I bet you he looks small. You act like Omos is just tall and skinny. He is tall and skinny. Omos is skinny? Skinnier than Braun. Okay. Obviously, you don't look at this man. This man is fucking jacked. Are you... What? Okay. You're just uh, trolling. All right. So, at the end of the day, I don't know why you're arguing with Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is like the fucking... Like, you guys don't even want him. So, I don't even know why you're bringing him up. Like, nobody wants him. I don't even think TNA wants him. He's with EC3 right now.
2: Doing what? They're just running into indie promotions. Oh, Jesus Christ. Fear the revelation.
1: All right, so your grade, final grade, was what? A C. C. Minus, minus there are some good spots in the show.
2: There are some, some shitty spots in the show. There are some fun stuff on the show.
1: I mean, overall, the road to WrestleMania is getting started, and I think it was a pretty nice start. Was it a perfect start? No, but nothing's perfect. You got your main event set, um, and then you still have the... The uh, questions about um, what's going to fill out the, the rest of the show. I really hope Bad Bunny does not show up at WrestleMania. Beyond the John the um, Memorial. I really, really hope that there is no Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Um, which I feel like that's what's going to happen here. Yeah, that, um, that's going to be. That's definitely on there. So, the only good thing I could see out of the Johnny Knoxville matches. He better do something crazy where he gets powerbombed off the top of the fucking WrestleMania sign onto you know do some shit like I've seen you do fucking pretty fucking crazy shit on Jackass so come on man channel your inner Shane McMahon and do something fucking crazy step up or step aside yeah. um, and then you know Roman Roman I feel like Roman left this pay per view with more depth to his character than he was when he walked
2: into it an extra layer an like extra
1: it. layer like he's he's shown vulnerability he's shown him losing his shit. Um, and then he's showing his fucking intelligence and in his brains. Yep. Like, come on now. I can't wait for SmackDown, for Roman to come out, and Heyman to come out, and the Ooses come out, and be like, we got a Moose. We, we the ones, man. Fingers up. Fingers up. So, know. at the end of the day, Royal Rumble, we have our opinions. Uh, we have, you know, we're very passionate about this. Uh, we did get it uh, pretty damn loud. Um, good thing it didn't go to blows. <laughs> um if it did, I would definitely win. Um but at the end of the day, we both love pro wrestling. We can agree to say that. Um we could agree to say that uh this is at this time for wrestling fans, this is a great time for wrestling fans. You have alternatives. You have, you know, you know, you, you don't if you don't like WWE, the good thing about this is hey man, you can go over check AEW, you could try to find fucking TNA, whatever the fuck that is. Access uh, TV. I don't, see that but I don't have access. Yeah, I don't have access to access TV. I don't have access. I've never, it's the first time I heard it right now. <laughs> uh, you know, if you want to, you could, you know, Google your New Japan stuff or you could fucking, you know, tune into AEW or go to YouTube watch AEW. So, yeah, right now uh, I can't really complain. Um, I really wish it could be more of each company kind of just sticking to themselves and not worrying about the other company, but that's just gonna happen. And especially, you know, like you have your your exes, you know, there's just. Uh, jaded exes you know they, they leave WWE and they just want to trash us every chance they get which is the alternative AEW is giving that platform um, take good... your brass ring and yeah, shove it up your ass uh, take your brass ring and uh, we'll make one in one of our AEW pay-per-views and have a ladder match it's a uh, sonic ring it's a sonic ring that's, a, that's exactly <laughs> it a sonic fu- ring or a big fucking ass fat ass halo um, but yeah so uh, any final words about the Royal Rumble Um good show
2: but, yeah, I mean, eh, it was all right. Fun time.
1: So any of you who've listened to the, this uh, Royal Rumble podcast, uh, I will be asking you if, uh, if you think we should continue this on a WrestleMania um, so that Michael Gabriel could sh- uh, shit on WrestleMania and I could sit there and I could be the WWE apologist and uh, stick up for WWE. Hey, maybe one day, maybe, we'll do an AEW show. I mean, what's your WrestleMania? We don't have one yet. We just have four pay-per-views a year. It'll just be like a- AEW...
2: Uh... We have Revolution. We have All Out. We have All In. And we have... Something else I can't remember.
1: So it will be all like gambling references? So it will be Pretty like fucking chance. AEW...
2: All In, All Out, uh, Revolution. W- AEW All. <laughs> I-, I want it to be... Grand Slam. Why don't you guys have a AEW, like, Grand Slam? Yeah. Because that was one of the name of, of our shows, was uh, Grand Slam. Well, the either, match, the either, match started with um, Double or Nothing. That's uh, the first one, Double or Nothing.
1: Yeah, it's all poker reference. Yeah, it's all fucking gambling <laughs> it's shit. It's all poker references. AEW crapshoot. Um, so, yeah, maybe one day we'll, we might uh, go into one of those... Watch fucking 10, 15 minute fucking chain wrestling. And every
2: match will have an A.
1: Every match will have a super kick. That's what, that's <laughs> every match will have a super kick, a middle finger, and some kind of WWE reference. Take a shot for every Ugh, super kick. That, that, that's the spot. It's like, all right, all right, all right, we got the arm bars and all that. But where in here are we going to do a WWE <laughs> reference? It's like, wait, we did the whole match. No WWE reference. What are you doing? Oh, shit. All right. I don't know. Let's Let's do a suck it. Like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> hey, we do have uh, Billy Gunn. God. Who is, out of all the DX people, like, aside from maybe x Pac, the one fucker that you're just like, I don't give two shits about. Hey, man. He's
2: doing big things in AEW with listen, the, with the sons listen, and his nephews.
1: Listen. If there's anybody, see, in AEW, the guys, future MJ, Wardlow, Hook. Hook. Send Hook. Hook. Send Hook. You know, have him grow a little facial hair, you know, so he won't look like a baby MJF anymore. Yeah. um, get a fucking mohawk like your dad. What are you doing? Uh, like father, like son. Yeah, man. Jesus Christ, are is he even your dad? You don't look nothing like him. You're tall. You're light skinned. You're skinny. I you need to talk to your mom. All right, so uh, Roy, talk to Rey Mysterio. He's so this was <laughs> this was uh, 2022 Roy Rumble. This is Drew. It's Mike, and uh, see you at WrestleMania, maybe. See you at Mania.